Hey y'all, welcome to the Silver Spoon Podcast. I'm your host, Kennedy Alsop. So growing up and living in a capitalist society such as the United States can be a bit of a double-edged sword. There's the freedom to obtain wealth beyond our wildest dreams, but there's also the immense pressure of living in a society that inexplicably links our self-worth to our net worth. So let's take a step back. What is capitalism, you may ask? According to the Economic Times, capitalism refers to an economic system where private businesses can have ownership of capital goods, or in other words, individuals can privately own the means of production rather than it being owned by the government. The production of products is according to the situation in the market, aka supply and demand, and is not subject to planning and regulation by the government, although some governments do exercise some level of control over their markets. Private businesses own the means of production, so the creation of products that are available to consumers. And through this, they're able to extract income. Most businesses adopt the ideology of maximizing their profits, meaning they'll do as much innovating, budget cutting, and whatever else is necessary to maximize the money that they bring in and minimize the money that they have to expense. The unspoken message of capitalism is money, or profits rather, is status and power. We see signs of this all over the place. The ads for products from the biggest brands are inescapable, like Apple, Starbucks, and Google. People with millions of followers show off their luxury vacations, private jet included, Children of wealthy families attend prestigious schools and obtain exclusive career opportunities that are not available to the regular everyday person. The list is truly endless. There are so many things telling us subconsciously that our importance is determined by how much money we have at our disposal, by how much we can afford. This constant comparison between the perceived haves and have-nots And your own personal situation can create a sense of financial shame. Financial shame is a feeling of embarrassment or distress caused by aspects of our financial lives. When our lives don't look like the ones portrayed in ads or by our formerly favorite celebrities and influencers or even like those of our peers, we can start to feel embarrassed. As a 28-year-old entrepreneur... I'll be honest with you, I experience financial shame quite often. Society tells me that at this age, I should probably have things at least halfway together, maybe more than halfway with 30 right around the corner. The markers of power and status at this stage in my life are a decent paying job, maybe a purchased property or two, and a partner and 2.5 kids. This may seem a little dated, but priorities are changing slowly with Gen Z and millennials making up more and more of the workforce. 
And the markers are starting to become how many vacations can you afford to go on each year? And if we're going by that standard, I'm doing great, but I don't feel great. At this chapter of my journey, I'm making okay money. Okay, as in I have enough to either live and save or live and have fun or save and have fun, but I cannot by all means do all three. With that being the case, I am absolutely nowhere near purchasing a home and I have the partner, but my finances are not exactly where I would like them to be and it seems like 2.5 kids might be a bit far off. When I compare my now to the now of others, I don't feel so great. To be honest, I feel like a loser. (sighs) Not gonna lie, that felt kind of good just to say. I feel like a loser who cannot afford to do the things that even her peers can do. There's a sense of financial shame and it's really rearing its ugly head. (laughs) When we get to worrying and stressing about our finances, it makes it so much harder to get into the right headspace to make sound financial decisions, which can end up placing us in a worse off position. Take me, for example, when I'm riding a wave of financial shame, which admittedly sounds cooler than it actually is, my usual stress response is to do absolutely nothing. In a moment of flight or fright, apparently I'm choosing to be stuck, which is actually a thing. You should look it up. I went down a rabbit hole learning about why some people in the Twin Towers during 9-11 didn't move with urgency to get out of the buildings and instead chose to wait for the elevators. But this isn't a psychology podcast. We do talk mindset, but not psychology. So look that up on your own if you're interested. Anyway, when I'm stressed, I do nothing. And when I do nothing, I miss days, maybe even weeks or months, making meaningful progress towards dealing with whatever I need to deal with, whether that be putting some extra aside to beef up my savings or paying off some debt. When I ignore the problem, it sadly doesn't just go away, although I keep wishing that that ability comes to me soon, I end up feeling worse. And I waste time doing nothing rather than even doing a little bit of something. And a little bit of something is much better than a lot of nothing. So how can we limit our financial shame waves? And how can we pick ourselves up when we find that we're riding them? First thing to understand is that often these feelings come with comparison to what society thinks is right or important. Be honest. What aligns with society doesn't always align with the truest part of you. I am by no means saying that if you feel like unaliving or being mean or whatever to others is the truest part of you, go forth. Society gets it right sometimes, all right? All right. So if something is trending and popular, it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to do it too. Maybe you care more about getting out and seeing the world than you do buying a home. Just learn to do you. Life is too short to try and live someone else's life. Just live your own. I promise you'll enjoy it a lot more. And you should remember that you're completely unique and there's no other to compare to when you're owning your own. Next, you want to talk to someone about how you're feeling. 
Sometimes part of the shame we're feeling is because we're hiding something that we don't feel good about. Open up to a friend, a family member, a financial coach, anyone that you trust and ask them for help. Sometimes when we're in a shame spiral, we can have tunnel vision and it can be really hard to think of other strategies that help us deal and fix the financial problem that we're facing. Take the weight off and get an outside perspective. And finally, focus on moving forward. Do not dwell on what you're worried about. If it's something that you think must be fixed, then spend your energy figuring out how to fix it and fix it. All storms will pass, but you have to keep moving forward. If you get stuck and you just sit in it, you'll never see what's on the other side. That's all I got for you. Don't let financial shame beat you. Prove it wrong. You've got this. Connect with the Silver Spoon Pod on Instagram and TikTok for extra inspiration and affirmations to help you kick your financial shame. Until next time. Oh,